There's a verse. Just what they were singing about. The Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. And the voice of an archangel and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. We will rise. Praise his holy name. Now, if you got your Bible this morning, and I hope you do, you know, if you come to church without your Bible, it's like going to the dinner table without your fork. You understand how that is. I don't know why I said that. I hadn't said that in years. I want you to turn to the book of Hebrews. I'm going to preach the whole book of Hebrews this morning. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Hebrews, and just I'll tell you where to turn when we get there in a few moments. Two things I want to speak on today, and they're both intertwined. First of all, Jesus, our great high priest. But then because Jesus is our great high priest, I want to speak on the priesthood of every believer. How that every believer is a priest unto God. You know, every Sunday morning, I preach to a congregation of priests. Did you know that? You start looking around, has anybody got their collar on backwards? I mean, you're looking to see if uh, they got on a clerical collar. What do you mean, Brother Fred, every Sunday you preach to a congregation of priests? I, I, I don't see anybody with priestly garb. Do you understand that the Bible says that every child of God is a priest before God. Now, what does that mean? As the priest, we have access. We can go before God for ourselves and for others. We can speak to God, but as priests, we also can speak to men from God. You know, every one of us is a priest unto God. You say, well, now, I, I, don't, I don't feel like a priest. What's that got to do with it? Sometimes I don't act like one. Well, you need to. But I want you to listen. Did you know the Bible says that every one of us have access to God through Jesus Christ? Did you know you don't have to go through a church? You don't have to go through a saint? You don't have to go through a ceremony? Through Jesus Christ, our great high priest, you are a priest unto God. And you have access to him. Did you know as a priest under God, you can interpret the Bible by the leadership of the Holy Spirit without anybody else showing you how to do it? You don't have to have the church to interpret the Bible, do you? Did you know you can, you can pray to God and cry out for whatever your need is, and you don't even have to have a saint to pray for you? Because every one of us is a priest. In Christ, you are a priest before God. Well, listen to Revelation chapter 1, verse 5. Now listen to this. It says, and from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, the ruler over the kings of the earth. He's talking about Jesus. To him, Jesus, who loved us and washed us in his blood, get this, and made us kings and priests to God our Father. He said, Jesus washed us with his own blood. And he made us kings and priests to God our Father. To whom be glory and dominion forever and ever. Hey, he said he made you a king and a priest. 
over in Revelation chapter 5. Man, he says it again. That in Christ, our great high priest, we are, we're priests unto God. Listen to what it says in Revelation chapter 5, verse 9. And they sang a new song saying, you're worthy to take the scroll. You're worthy to open its seals for you were slain. Talking about Jesus. You redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe, tongue, and nation and made us kings and priests to our God. And we shall reign on earth. Jesus said, hey, you're a priest. Which means that through him, we, we not only can live in the presence of God, but that through Jesus, our great high priest, we have awesome access to God, and we can go before him as priest and worship. We can offer sacrifices of praise. We can go before him in behalf of others, but then we can come from his presence, and we can speak to others as priests who've got a word from God. Somehow we get this idea, well, I'm not worthy enough uh, to have access and to be a priest to God. You are not, but it has nothing to do with your worthiness. It's all about the worthiness of the Son of God. And so, man, we've got to understand, we're, 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 we're priests unto the Lord. You know, I love the way Peter said it. And I, I want you to realize that our, 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 our access as priests is all because Jesus is our great high priest. And that means more to you than you realize. And I'll share it with you as we go. I want you to listen to what Peter said. In 1 Peter 2, he's talking about you being a priest. Now listen, you can talk to God. You have access to God. You can worship God. You have spiritual sacrifices to God. God can speak to you. You can speak to others. And you also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house. A holy priesthood. Now get this. He said, God is building you when you're saved. He's building you into a spiritual house, every believer, unto a holy priesthood to offer up. Now, what a holy priesthood do? To offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Folks, I'm preaching to a congregation of priests today. The Bible says you're a holy priesthood. And you have access to God and speak to God and through God through you speaks to men. Man, it's something to be a priest, isn't it? Through Jesus Christ. And then you get over in 1 Peter 2, verse 9. Now get this. You are a chosen generation. Are you ready? A royal priesthood. Wow. The, the blood of the king, Jesus, flows through our veins. And you are a royal priesthood. His own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous night. You, marvelous light. You were once not a people, but now you're the people of God. You have not obtained mercy, but now you've obtained mercy. Listen, if Christians ever understand their identity in Christ, if we ever, ever understand all that God did for us through his son Jesus when he died on the cross and rose from the dead. If we ever understand our authority and our rights and our position in Christ, it will radically change our lives. We won't go around defeated and moping and saying, there's nothing I can do. I can't make a difference. No, we'll understand that we're in Christ. And, and in Christ as our great high priest, we are priests 
before God. And we can worship Him and speak to Him. And God can speak to us. And we can worship and go before God on behalf of others. Because we are priests unto God. But it's all because Jesus is our great high priest. To be honest, the book of Hebrews is all about Jesus being our great high priest. I want to talk to you about what it means for Jesus to be your great high priest. And that how through him you are a priest to God. You have access to him. And man, you you can fellowship with him, talk to him. God can bless you. God can use you. Now here's the first thing. Let's think about, as as far as the great high priesthood of Jesus, let's think about um, that Jesus is our great high priest by divine appointment. Did you know the Father appointed Jesus to be our great high priest? Now, we're in Hebrews, and I hope you got, we're going to look at about, I don't know how many verses, I lost count. Look at Hebrews chapter 5. And I want you to notice that Jesus is our great high priest, and therefore we're priests by divine appointment. Hebrews chapter 5, and we'll notice what it says here about Jesus being our great. Look at verse 5. By divine appointment, God appointed Jesus, his son, To be our great high priest. So also Christ Jesus. So also Christ. Did not glorify himself. To become high priest. Jesus didn't say I'm going to be high priest. No it was God's doing. The father. So Christ did not glorify himself. To become high priest. But it was he who said of him. You're my son. It was the father that said. You're my son. Today I've begotten you. And in another place he said. You. This is what the father said to Jesus. You are a priest forever. After the order of Melchizedek. And and, and in verse 10 it says of Jesus. Called by God. As high priest. According to the order of Melchizedek. Now see Jesus. Is your high priest and mine. By divine appointment. The father appointed him. As our great high priest. But now. This is where it really really gets good. Now, if you can get this, you you won't ever feel alone. You won't ever feel like no one understands. I'm just telling you, if you get this. You see, Jesus, I'm talking about Jesus as our high priest. He's our high priest by divine appointment. But secondly, by his personal identification with us as the sons and daughters of Adam. There was one thing about a priest. He had to understand the people. He had to relate to the people. He had to know what people were going through. So the writer of Hebrews goes into great detail to say, Jesus Christ, the great high priest, has identified with you as the son and the daughter of Adam. And you're going to see it. In Hebrews chapter 2, look down if you would at verse 14. Now don't miss this. Because you see, Jesus does understand He knows where you are. He knows what you go through. He knows what you face. He understands temptation and the battle. Now now, now notice that the high priest had to be able to relate to and identified with the sons and daughters of Adam. Verse 14, Hebrews 2. Inasmuch then as the children have been partakers of flesh and blood, Jesus, inasmuch as the children have been partakers of flesh and blood, he himself shared in the same that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil. Now, the writer said, Gee, God, as children, we were partakers of flesh and blood, 
And Jesus became a partaker of flesh and blood, just like us. He was human. Without sin, but he was human. So he can identify with us in that he was a man on earth full of the Spirit of God. But he lived as a man. So he can identify with us as a great high priest. Look at verse 17. Listen to this now. Therefore, in all things, he had to be made like his brethren. In everything, Jesus had to be made like you and me. You say, well, I don't nobody think anybody really understands me. And No, the Bible says in everything, Jesus had to be made like us. There in all things, he had to be made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things per, in, in, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. He said, you know he had to be, be made just like you. He had to understand you so he could be a merciful and faithful high priest to make propitiation, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. Listen to this verse. Don't miss it. For in, in that he himself has suffered being tempted. Did you know Jesus was tempted? He is able to help you who are tempted. Now wait a minute. No wonder Jesus is such a wonderful, great high priest. He was in all points made like his brethren. So that he could be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God. To offer a propitiation. But get this. He was in all points tempted. Like you are. Yet without sin. See, as our great high priest, Jesus identifies with us. And he understands us. Understands us. Did you know that must really be important? Because in the fourth chapter of Hebrews, turn over there. He says it again, that Jesus, our great high priest, is our high priest not only by divine appointment, but he's high priest, our high priest because he is personally identified with us as the sons and daughters of Adam. I'm reading Hebrews chapter 4, verse 14. Seeing then, we have a great high priest. Boy, that's Jesus. Seeing then, we have a great high priest, Hebrews 4, 14, that has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, hold fast your confession. You know what he just said to you? Don't get discouraged. Don't give up. Don't turn back. Don't let the devil beat you down. He says, listen, we have a great high priest, Jesus, who has passed through the heavens, the Son of God. He said, so you hold fast your confession because you've got a great high priest. Now listen to this. We do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. Do you know what he just said? Jesus understands your weaknesses. Brother Fred, there are areas of my life that I'm really strong. But I'm telling you, there are areas of my life that I'm really weak. Guess what? He sympathizes with us. He understands our weaknesses. You know, we don't ever have to feel alone. We don't ever have to feel like no one understands. We don't ever have to feel like we're fighting this battle alone. Do you understand me? Jesus is our great high priest, and he identifies with us as the sons and daughters of Adam. And he can sympathize with us in all of our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted like we are. Wow. He said, therefore, let us come boldly to the throne of grace. Since we have a great high priest that passed through the heavens, a great high priest who understands our weaknesses and can sympathize with us, having that then just through Jesus, let's just come boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy and find grace to help us in the time of need. I'm telling you, Jesus is our great high priest. 
by divine appointment. He's our great high priest because he can identify with us as sons and daughters of Adam. The Bible says he's our mediator. As our high priest, he's our mediator. The Bible says as our high priest, he's our advocate. He pleads our case. He represents us. 1 John 2, 1. My little children, I'm writing to you not to sin. But if you sin, you have an advocate with the Father. One who pleads your case. Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is propitiation for our sins. And not for ours only, but for the sins of the whole world. Here's the third thing. This is why you're a priest. This is why you have access to God. This is why you have the priesthood of every believer. You can interpret the Bible by the inspiration of the Spirit. You can pray to God and have access to Him. God has access to you. I mean, you're a priest before God in worship and praise. I'm telling you, and it's all because of our great high priest. He was our great high priest by divine appointment. He's our great high priest by personal identification with us. He was in all points made like we are and tempted like we are, yet without sin. But boy, this is so good. Jesus is our great high priest because of his perfect sacrifice for us. How can holy God ever be one with sinful man? There was nothing you and I could ever do to bridge the gap between holy, holy God and sinful, sinful man. But Jesus Christ came and on the cross when he died, he bridged the gap between holy God and sinful man. The Bible says he died the just for the unjust that he might bring us to God. And so, oh, Jesus is our great high priest because of the perfect sacrifice that he made for us. And man, here it is right here in the book of Hebrews. Look at chapter 7 now. Chapter 7, verses 26 and 27. Hebrews, he said, listen, we got a great high priest because he offered us perfect sacrifice for us. Hebrews chapter 7. Boy, I love this description of Jesus. Notice what it says in the 7th chapter. And start reading in verse 24. But he, because he continues forever, talking about Jesus, has an unchangeable priesthood. Therefore, since he has an unchangeable priesthood, listen at this. Therefore, he's able to save to the uttermost those that come to God through him, seeing he ever lives to make intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Now, get this description of Jesus. For such a high priest was fitting for us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and has become higher than the heavens. And he does not need daily as those other priests to offer up sacrifices for his own sins. And then the people, this he did once and for all when he offered up himself. Did you hear that description of your high priest, Jesus? Holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, higher than the heavens. He didn't have to offer sacrifice after sacrifice one time on that cross. He offered the sacrifice of himself so that you, he as your great high priest, could be, have access and be one with God and could be a priest before God. I'm telling you, he is our great high priest because of his perfect sacrifice. Let me give you another verse. Turn over to chapter 9, verse 11. All these are about Jesus as our great high priest. 
See, you're a priest before God. You have access to God. You can talk to God. You can worship God, offer spiritual sacrifices to God. You can hear from God. By God's Spirit, you can interpret the Bible. And by God's Spirit, you can speak from God to men. You're a priest. Priests have access to God and go before God and before men. But look at this perfect sacrifice. Hebrews chapter 9, verses 11, 15. See, this is why you can do it. It's not because you're worthy. It's because Jesus made the perfect sacrifice. In chapter 9, verse 11. Now, you notice it talks about him being our high priest. Now, listen. Hebrews 9, 11. But Christ came as high priest. But Christ came as high priest of good things to come. With the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is, of this creation. Now listen to what our high priest did. Not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood. He entered the most holy place once and for all and obtained eternal redemption for us. He didn't go with the blood of goats and calves. He went into the Holy of Holies with his own blood and obtained eternal redemption for us. Now, that's why you are priest, because Jesus, with his own blood, went into the holy place and made that perfect sacrifice for you and me. For if the blood of goats and calves and the sprinkling ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sacrifice for the purifying of the flesh, listen to this, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who offered through the eternal spirit, Offered himself without spot to God, cleanse you from dead works to serve the living God, and for this reason he is the mediator of the new covenant. You know why you're a priest? You know why you have access to God? You know why God has access to you? Because Jesus, our great high priest, made the perfect sacrifice for your sins and for mine, and it is through his priesthood that we become priests before God. You see, there are so many verses about his sacrifice. Look at 24 of Hebrews 9 and verse 26. See, this is all about his priesthood, y'all. This whole book of Hebrews is about what it means for Jesus to be our high priest. It must be important. In chapter 9, verses 24 through 26, I love this. This is one of my favorite verses. For Christ, our great high priest, has not entered the holy places made with hands. Get this. Jesus did not go into the earthly holy of holies before the mercy seat in the Ark of the Covenant. Jesus didn't go into earthly holy of holies. He went into heaven itself. Now listen to this. For Christ has not entered the holy place made with hands, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself. He went into heaven itself. Why? To appear in the presence of God for us. Time out. Somebody says, no, you're not a priest. There has to be a priesthood. There has to be a special priest. An official priest. No, you're not a priest. Said no, 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 no. You can't interpret the Bible. The church has to interpret the Bible for you. No, no, you can't pray to God and, and talk to God directly. Somebody else has to pray for you. And you know, if you're going to get that done, you can't do it directly to God. You've got to go through a saint. Listen to me. Listen to me. Let me tell you why we can. Listen to what it says. Christ has not entered the holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true, but into heaven itself to appear in the presence of God for us. Man, I, got, I can go right into the throne room because Jesus is in the presence of God for you and for me. I want to tell you, you're no second-class Christian. 
I'm telling you, there's no such thing as super saints and unsuper saints. They're just people who've been redeemed by the blood of Christ and who now are priests unto God through the precious blood of Jesus. And we are priests unto God, and the Bible says kings, and we'll be priests even throughout eternity. That's the Word of God, folks. Why would we ever live in defeat? Why would we ever let the devil kick us around like a football? Men, we're priests unto God. There's another passage. Look over in um, chapter 10, verse 11. I'm talking about Jesus as our high priest because he made the perfect sacrifice for us. Look at verse 11 of Hebrews 10. Every priest stands ministering daily, offering repeatedly the same sacrifices which can never take away sin. Those priests just offered a sacrifice after sacrifice, but he couldn't take away sin. But get this. But this man, Jesus, our great high priest, after he offered one sacrifice for sin, sat down. He offered himself and sat down because it's finished. Offered one sacrifice for sin and sat down at the right hand of God forever. For by one offering he perfected forever those who are being sanctified. Down in verse 21 of chapter 10, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. Now, now, what am I saying? That we're priests. We have access to God. Speak to God and speak to men. Why? Because Jesus is our great high priest. By divine appointment. He is. By his personal identification with you and I as sons and daughters of Adam. And he's our great high priest because of the perfect sacrifice that he made for our sin. And it is through his shed blood that we become priests and kings to God. There's just one other thing I want to say to you about this. By divine appointment, by his personal identification with us, by the perfect sacrifice he made for us, that makes him high priest. But because of the position, are you listening to me? The position Jesus now has on our behalf. Did you know that our great high priest Jesus is in an awesome position right now. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 1. Now look at it. You know why we can be priest unto God? Because Jesus, our great high priest, is in an awesome position right now on our behalf. Look at chapter 8, verse 1. Now this is the main point of the things which we have been saying. <laughs> the Hebrew writer says, I've been telling you every way I could now, this is the main point of the things we're saying. Here it is. We have such a great high priest who is seated at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. He said, which is what I'm trying to tell you. You've got a great high priest seated right now at the right hand of God the Father. And he's there for you. He's there for you. He's seated at God's right hand as your high priest. He's interceding for you. He's pleading for you. He's praying for you. We have such a great high priest seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heavens. A minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which is the Lord, not of men. See, you know where Jesus is right now? As king of kings and lord of lords, absolute victory, he's at the right hand of the Father. The throne of majesty. And he's there as our great high priest. And I want you to know he's praying for us. 
See, he's praying for us. See, one of the things about a priest, he can pray to God for others. And so there Jesus is at the right hand of the Father praying for us. Praying for us. No wonder. That's why it said over in Hebrews 7. Do you remember that over there in about verse 25? He is able to save completely those who come to God through him. Because he ever lives to make intercession for the saints. Did you know he lives to pray for you? You know what? When, when you're saved, you're saved. And what God starts, God's going to finish. Now, there are people who say they were saved who weren't saved. They drop out and they say, well, they lost their salvation. No. Let me tell you something. When God saves you, you're saved. And you're saved forever. And you're going to make it. You know why? Because Jesus is at the right hand of God and he's praying for you. And every prayer of Jesus is answered. And you're going to make it home. Because the Son of God, your great high priest, is seated at the right hand of the majesty on high. And he's interceding for you. And he's praying for you. And hallelujah for the victory of Jesus in your life. The Bible says that our high priest, he's seated at the right hand of the Father. That is the position that he has for us. Now, you know what that means to you and me, don't you? It means that, um, by the way, it says about Jesus too. You've got to see this, and I'm going to close this down. Look at chapter 6, verse 19 and 20. How many of you have ever heard the song, The Anchor Holes? How many of you ever heard that? You know, The Anchor Holes? Guess where it came from? Hebrews chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. It says that Jesus has entered into the Holy of Holies and that he's the anchor inside the veil that keeps us for God. In Hebrews chapter 6, Verse 19 and 20, this hope of eternal life, this hope of our security in Jesus, this hope of being high priest and being acceptable and accepted by God through the blood of Christ, this hope we have is an anchor of our soul. Praise God, our hope in Jesus is an anchor of our soul, sure and steadfast, which enters God's presence, capital P, behind the veil, where the forerunner has entered for us, even Jesus Jesus went inside the veil in the Holy of Holies for us, and he's the anchor of our soul. The forerunner has entered for us, even Jesus, having become a high priest forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. Okay. Now, because Jesus is your high priest, we believe in the priesthood of every believer. You can pray to, for, pray to God. I don't have to pray for you. Your prayers are just as valuable and important to God as mine would ever be. Did you know you can interpret the Bible? I don't have to interpret it for you. The same Holy Spirit that lives in me lives in you. And, and, and you're a priest under God. Yeah, I'm a priest under God. And I'm, you're a priest under God. But I mean, hey, let me just say one thing. I mean, there's no such thing as a second-class Christian. Every one of us are kings and priests under God. Every one of us can... Know the Word of God. Every one of us can pray. Every one of us can speak to God, and God can speak to us, and we can speak to others. We, are pre we offer up spiritual sacrifices of worship, praise, and adoration, and surrender, and we worship God as priests, but also then we speak the grace and glory of God to men. I wish the church knew, I wish believers knew all that they are in Jesus Christ. When God saved us, He didn't do a halfway job. 
When Jesus saved us, he didn't save us to limp along, limp along, limp along. And one day, by the grace of God, I'm going to get to heaven, but I'm sure ain't going to be nothing until that's exactly what the devil wants you to believe. No, you are a king, and you are a priest, and you're robed in the righteousness of Jesus Christ, and you're accepted in the beloved, and what God has started in you, God is going to complete. The only thing you've got to be sure is that you're saved. If you're saved, praise God, and you know that, then hallelujah, you're a priest, and you can minister and worship in the Spirit of God is in you and everything you need the Spirit of God can do through you hallelujah we're priests unto God I want you to believe that study the book of Hebrews read it until God gets it in your spirit and celebrate the fact I got up this morning and Lord as one of your priests I just want to worship you today as one of your priests I, I want to offer up a sacrifice that is pleasing to you today And, Lord, I want to offer up my life. I want to place it on the altar and let it be a sweet-smelling savor to you, O God. But, Lord, then I also want to stand in the gap before you for men and women on this earth. See, the priest has access to God, but he also is a priest unto men.